Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Neil World Order podcast. Coming to you uh, late on Saturday night, July 30th. A um, little late tonight, uh, I was watching SummerSlam uh, on the Peacock Net- Network. Network, as you guys know, I'm a huge WWE fan. I love my wrestling. Um, you know, up until like maybe Thursday, I had debated all week about driving down there and attending the the event. There were a lot of tickets, and I mean, SummerSlam, you know, the big four pay-per-views in WWE are like my bucket list. You know, you have WrestleMania, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, and uh, SummerSlam. I'm trying to talk Kai into going to the Royal Rumble in San Antonio. I think that's where it's rumored to be uh, in January. Uh, pretty decent card, some cool matches. I think the... Uh, handful of surprises. I think the support they got from the Nashville crowd was awesome. Personally, I think what this really was, just with Nashville being such a kind of a growing metropolis, is that this was an audition for a possible WrestleMania down the road, just because the NFL had such success doing the NFL draft in Nashville. Nashville's kind of become party city USA. Um, Influx of people moving there. Um, you know, it's just one of those places, like, people like to go. It's a huge weekend destination, uh, sometimes for, you know, people doing bachelor parties or bachelorette parties, whatever. Uh, so I think the WWE was feeling them out with the SummerSlam event to see how it went. And I, I, I wouldn't be surprised in the next five years if there is a WrestleMania in Nashville. Also because the weather is pretty favorable there in the spring. And if they're willing to do one in Philadelphia, which is what I hear, it will be the year after next, which to me is, is terrible. Uh, that would be one of the, you might as well do it in Cleveland. But, uh, yeah, that would, I'm kind of excited for that. Kind of wish I'd went. Uh, anyways, but moving on. Uh, this week, uh, we there's two episodes that will get posted. Uh, if you follow along, you'll see that... Uh, Earlier tonight, I posted an interview I did with uh, Walworth County Sheriff candidate Craig Konopsky. Uh, I was very fortunate enough to uh, do an interview with him prior to uh, the election here on August 9th. Um, him and his undersheriff under running mate, Dan Derrick, uh, were kind enough to share with me their views and ideas and vision for uh, what they want to see for our local county. Um, obviously, I'm not the interviewer of all interviewers, but, uh, I think it went really well. It was, it was, uh, a cool thing for me to interview people that I, I personally didn't know. I knew of them. Um, you know, I had not personally interacted with them. So, you know, it was, it, it was different than when I have people on here that I've known, you know, for years, like, you know, Scott's family, Andrew and I worked together and we're really close. Uh, obviously my wife, uh, Tara and I had talked plenty before she was on the show, so it was kind of cool opportunity for me, which I was super nervous. Like I was texting my wife up into the almost the moment we got started, and I was like, oh, I don't want to sound stupid, I don't want to blah 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 blah. But uh, I think it went really well. Uh, even if you don't live in the area, listen to the episode. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of cool to get the take on the people that serve us in our community and are and have a vision for making it even better. And fixing maybe a lot of the wrongs that currently exist. But uh, either way, it was a cool opportunity for me. And I look forward to possibly doing more stuff like that. Uh, it was like an on-location recording as well. Uh, I went, We met somewhere at a private location and did it. And all in all, I was pleased with the results. I hope they're pleased with the results. I hope we're able to reach uh, a good audience and be able to share 
Craig and Dan's vision for what they have, you know, for the Walworth County Sheriff Office and for this local community going forward. And like I said, uh, make sure to go out and vote August 9th. It's a Tuesday. Craig Konopsky, Sheriff of Walworth County. Um, other news, my, uh, I was very fortunate. I, I, I don't, I hadn't looked at my script a lot this week because I had this interview coming up. So I was kind of focusing my attention there. I knew I could almost kind of wing my end of the podcast doing my thing because I've been doing this. We're actually a couple episodes away from it being uh, starting our third year doing this, which is crazy. Uh, I never thought anyone would listen enough to get past 10 or 15 episodes, you know, and here we are pushing, uh, what we're, we'll be, we're over a hundred, um, you know, doing this weekly. I mean, obviously I missed the one week, but you get two this week. So it's kind of like I caught up. Um, so Kai, uh, is always crafty and looking for things to do. Um, she is tackling, uh, has tackled, I uh, redoing our closet in our master bedroom um we went to ikea the other night which you guys know i'm totally not a huge fan of that place but it wasn't bad on a i don't know i think it was wednesday night so there was like nobody there uh got some of those closet organizers which they're i don't know what you call them like wardrobes uh she built them she ripped the carpet out of our existing closet uh took down the built-ins uh we had previously put in that were from ikea and she's going to move them to the other side of the closet um she redid the floor with some tile and um it's pretty phenomenal you know uh i'm a pretty fortunate guy like i said you know i always joke about marrying up like it's not a joke guys um you got to do it. She is uh, a very creative person. Uh, she, it's always cute because she'll like, and I'll catch hell for this later. She always like explains her visions, you know, and she like talks them to me and like, I, I have to like see it. So pretty much it, I, I realize I'm just listening for her. It, it, this me trying to see her, it, none of it's for me. It's just like to help her get out what she's trying to say. And I think it kind of helps her focus and put her plan together. Um, so, you know, I'm always like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm sure it'll be great. It's always great. And it is. I, I don't think there's been uh, any project from building our bar to redoing our cabinets, uh, the floors, the colors she's chosen to paint, uh, the deck, the pergola, pretty much everything she has is, even when I fight her on it, she usually ends up having the right vision. Uh, she's kind of like the Joanna to my uh, idiot version of Chip, I guess, uh, I'm nowhere near as handy as that guy, but anyways, so I was thinking the other day when I sat down to do this, this is totally changing gears, that, um, I mean, maybe only weeks, but we're like so close to football season starting. And that, to me, that's crazy. I mean, it's, you know, whether it was college football or the Super Bowl, I, I felt like it just ended, um. You know, and like I said, I don't know why I just started thinking about it. I don't know, maybe because there's like no sports on TV. Uh, I watched, you know, the finals a little bit. And I can say I only really watched it because the Warriors were in it. And I thought it would be a cool story if they came back and won after the last couple years. And the year before that, I only watched it because the Bucks were in it. Um, but uh, football's kind of like a happy time of the year. I mean, obviously, it's probably different if you live in like Cleveland or Detroit or um, I don't know. <laughs> Carolina, the Jets, I guess there's a handful of teams, the Bears. But um, I always get excited, which is kind of weird because, 
my team's like, they always let me down. I'm a huge University of Tennessee fan. I actually have a Tennessee shirt on right now. And, uh, and uh, you know, the Packers and, and both teams, like, they love to disappoint me. Like, with Tennessee, it's almost become like a Lions thing where, like, even when we get up, I'm like, yeah, we're probably going to lose this game. You know, it could be 40 to nothing. I'm like, yeah, we're going to lose. You know, I can look at the schedule and be like, ah, oh, they're probably going to kick our butt. Last year, we showed some promise. Um, I'm curious about how the trouble the previous coaching um, – regime caused is going to affect us going forward not that and they keep adding teams to the sec so now you're adding going to eventually add texas and oklahoma like that doesn't help out tennessee smart they should move to a weaker conference or at least we could compete um but yeah you know the unfortunate part about football starting obviously also means that Summer is winding down. Uh, it's been actually, weather-wise, a pretty nice summer. We've had some of those crazy 100-degree days. Uh, today was a little humid. Yesterday was, Friday night, was it was beautiful. It was a nice breeze. Um, we haven't had a lot of rain. Strangely, uh, we'll have a day where it like rains all day, but then it won't rain again for like a month. But, um, you know, I guess with fall coming, that means back to school, uh, Winter will be right around the corner. Uh, I'm pretty sure the kids back home are already back in school, which is kind of crazy. Um, you know, Kai and I were talking about this the other day. She says she'd like their schedule because I think every so often they get off for a couple weeks and they get you guys get that fall break thing and whatever. But to me, starting in July is terrible, uh, especially since you really don't get get out that much earlier than we do here. But uh, like I said, you've got all those breaks in there. Uh, you know, and I was thinking about summer here as well, and it's been pretty uneventful, uh, aside from, you know, Charlie, who's doing awesome still with Luke and his family. Uh, we get updates all the time. Uh, it sounds kind of bad complaining about not doing anything fun this summer. Like, it's like my white privilege sleeping through. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, part of it is having three dogs for part of the summer. Um, some of it's just trying to save money, seeing as gas is stupid high, along with everything else, and... You know, and some of it's honestly probably us just not making the time to do it. We spoke briefly about it uh, down here today. I think um, I, I'm all for the projects around the house. I think, you know, since we've decided to stay put for the time being that we're putting some money into the house and doing some of the things we want to make it everything we want. Um, I don't know if I talked about this last week. Uh, I get my weeks all messed up. Um, we decided to finish the basement, which... I've wanted to do forever, but, you know, it's, it, it's a daunting task. Like I said, I'm not the most handy person. It's deciding how we were going to go about doing it. Uh, what we're actually going to, it, it should be an adventure, to say the least. What we're actually going to do, um, we're going to do like pallet walls, which is, it, it's a lot of work, um, but the pallets will be free. Uh, Kai actually, some years ago, did uh, our downstairs bathroom, like, did a pallet wall in there and it, it turned out so amazing like it it's awesome you know and i get that that was just one wall in a you know a small half bathroom not to take anything away from she did i'm from what she did i'm just saying that the amount of work that that was you know and i sit here now and i'm looking around this basement i'm like holy cow um we're gonna do like four feet of metal up and then the pallets the rest of the way. Uh, 
you know, we found some ideas we liked online. Uh, you know, and it's going to be quite the undertaking because you all know I have a strong dislike for home projects to some extent. Sometimes I like them, sometimes I, I don't. I usually equate them to headaches and body pain. You know, and I think the headaches come from me simply just not being good at it, not having the experience and getting frustrated. A lot of it, you know, when I do it is learning by the mistakes I make, which it's good to make mistakes, you know, and, and they do help you grow. But like sometimes in projects, they can be costly, you know, time consuming. And it's, you know, it's always one of those things you're doing in your spare time anyway. So if you waste the whole day and you get nothing accomplished, it's kind of a gut punch. But, um, yeah, you know, I, between doing like the electric as well as painting and construction, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a huge adventure for us and an undertaking. Uh, and I, hopefully, it turns out the way it looked on Pinterest. Um, I, I promise to keep you guys posted. I bought some more wood today. Um, I think we're gonna paint the, uh, the the exposed ceiling in our basement. We're gonna paint. Um, I was fortunate enough that. It, my boy Nate said we could borrow his paint sprayer. I just we just have to decide on a color and when we're gonna do it. There's a lot of stuff to cover down here, um, but we actually found a lot of our ideas on Pinterest. Which I don't know if I feel like people don't talk about Pinterest enough, or maybe maybe it's just women. I find cool stuff on there all the time. Uh, if I have an idea for some kind of home project or even landscaping tattoo ideas. Uh, recipes like i found so many recipes on like a quick you know italian recipe for whether it's like baked ziti or baked ravioli like a lot of the italian dishes i get on there kylie finds some really cool uh baking things i think she did when she got the instapot and she found like an instapot group i believe on facebook and used it but um i think it in pinterest may be like uh undervalued in our society uh, you know, and it, I feel like it's this wealth of like really cool and creative ideas, some of them simplistic, helpful shortcuts, all things that in a way can kind of enhance our lives. So it, it may be like this unicorn where it's like the only positive form of social media. I mean, if it technically qualifies for social media, uh, I don't know if you do you add friends. I, I just look at things, screenshot them or and then send them to her and she kind of runs with it after that. I, it's kind of like I just find it and she makes it happen. Um, so, getting away from that. But, yeah, so I'll keep you up to date on that. It's one of these things where, like, I just want to jump in and get going on it. But I know I feel like we have to do the ceiling first. And then we do the electric. We do some framing, do the electrical. And then probably, you know, then it's tearing the pallets apart. Because that's a task. You have to, like, cut the boards off the pallet using the sawzai. And the shit vibrates so hard. I swear when we were doing the bar and the other bathroom, my elbow would vibrate for, like, three days after. And the bar turned out really cool using pallet wood. Um, and then, you know, when we get done with that, it's looking... I, I believe we're going to paint the uh, floor and then go with rugs just because... I'm so leery. I, you get, I, we have dogs, so I hate carpet. I'm very anti-carpet. We have, like, these carpet pieces that are down here now. Um, they are from the Rockford MC where I used to work. They're just, like, these squares that is, essentially you would, like, use it in a business that they would glue down. We kind of they're, I look at them like tiles, but they're carpet, and they're just kind of spread out all over here. And it, it, they're kind of hideous, but uh, it does the trick. But it's 
obviously something we want to get away from and I don't know if I ever want to lay vinyl flooring again but um, we'll see you know who knows what going forward and through the winter it's going to be since apparently we have we're entering a recession that's not a recession um, according to the powers that be um, it kind of makes sense though if you think about that that the people who created the recession wouldn't want to tell you there's a recession because like <clears throat> we always talk about accountability but nobody ever wants to admit when they fuck up you know i was you know i was watching some more true crime shows today and you know you guys know i love it you know people get caught red-handed there was a lady today i mean they know she was at this crime they know she did it all this other stuff they have people and she's like, well, I don't know anything about it. You know, even the more they pressed, and I, and I think at this point, the detective was just like, I want to, it, it was a game of seeing how, how far would she take her own lie, you know. And so a lot of us, you know, anyone watching things probably saw this coming. I mean, you had, you know, you had the inflation, the lack of economic growth, lagging workforce, terrible supply chain. Uh, interest rates, it, it was ultimately everything, you know, it's inevitable. You know, it's just like a bubble. It gets real big and then it pops. Like, think about gum on your face as a kid. Um, hopefully, you know, a lot of you made wise financial choices the past few years and um, you aren't sitting on a huge pile of debt because that's what's really can really become the detriment to people and you know, this inescapable hole they get. And if you're, you, you acquire all this debt, whether it's credit cards, you know, just different things you finance or whatever. And when I say that, I don't mean like your home, your cars, you know, your practical things, but like, you know, if you're making minimum payments on credit cards and you have a lot, and I've been there, I've been terrible with money in the past, you know, and all of a sudden when a recession, you know, maybe it affects your work, your job, you're making less money, there's less out, you know, those, those, that debt stays there. It doesn't change because of, you know, everything else. It's not affected by your problems. So, um, <clears throat> you know, like it's like I've said a million times on here before, as soon as the government started handing out money a couple of years ago, um, you know, we looked at it and we used it to pay down debt because giving away money is the path that kind of led us to the disastrous economy we're in right now. So my advice to you would be to, Buckle up, be smart, ride it out. Um, I guess you don't really have a choice but to ride it out. Where are you going to go? Because, you know, just like just like when the economy soars, when it tanks, that doesn't last forever either. Um, hopefully, and I stress this, hopefully, midterm election results get faith swinging in the right direction. Um, because a lot of it sometimes is narrative. You know, that's a huge part of, of what it is. If you're constantly bombarded on the news with, the same info, oh, the state of things, you know, it's this, it's this, it's this, it's this, the same thing over and over again, just like they did with COVID, where because people didn't hear anything, but it's so awful that that's what they believed when, when in actuality, it really wasn't. I mean, if COVID did not kill Joe Biden, I mean, I guess it didn't the first time he tested positive again today, somehow, it's, it, there's nothing to be afraid of. I mean, I personally don't think there ever was. I know people died, but I think in a lot of instances there were extenuating circumstances, and I don't think this just crept up and killed people because this COVID was deadly, assuming it, you know, is what it is. But, uh, you know, I always wonder, because, you know, like I said, the, the, the news and the media and talking heads kind of 
beat these messages. You know, we never, as a people, I mean, we, we say things like fake news or this network's trash, this network's trash. They're all trash. Like, there's not a good network. Um, we don't take, we need to take a real hard look at these people. You know, honestly, I would do away with it. Like, 24-hour news channel. Like, quit watching it. Like, who watches this stuff? And why? You're not getting anything valuable from it. We were talking about this the other day in, in the interview. I can't tell you the last time I watched a news show. I think the only time I ever have is if I was watching something on network TV and it went off and, you know, the news was on after and it's it's on till And I'm not really watching it. Uh, it's usually on till like, I turn it off, take the dogs out and go to bed. Or on occasion, if they think there's something really bad coming in the winter as far as snowfall, sometimes I like to know what I'm going to be waking up to in the morning. But if you think about it, like all the news, regardless of network, Fox, MSNBC, it really holds no value. And I challenge anyone to prove me wrong on that. I will give you any amount of time you want to plead your case that I'm wrong. But it adds no value to society. It adds no integrity to anything. Little to no truth, and it's it, it's just almost like a different form of entertainment. And I don't know. I guess I don't understand the uh, the the popularity of it. Like I don't understand how there are twenty four hour news channels. Like what could you possibly like? I mean, you could watch Shark Week. You could watch Little House on the Prairie reruns. You could watch old Buck Rogers show, watch Gunsmoke, whatever, but, you know, instead we watch these things that are part of the structure that are in place that, that, like, don't work for the people, it works against the people, to, like, divide people, you know, paint people into different corners, and I look at it, and I'm just like, we allow it, like, you know, People, people will watch certain things and they, it'll get them, you know, and I used to be one of them. You know, you'd be like, well, that's bullshit. It shouldn't be, like, you know, knowing what they're telling you, you're looking at it now, it's like, oh, it's probably just bullshit. It did exactly what it was supposed to. It's kind of like they told me to put my hand in the door and they slammed it a bunch of times just to see me get worked up and that's exactly what it did. Um, you know, so I found that... Uh, my wife still thinks I have this angry thing about me, but but I really don't. I like to say that I'm a realist. I met uh, a friend of hers. Uh, her husband had said he was going to start like this realist political party, and I was like, see, somebody who gets it. Like sometimes the things sound. I, I'm being real. I'm not mad. I'm not you know being negative. I'm not trying to push things down and beat it up and say this. I'm literally trying to level with you. You know, and a lot of people say, well, that's just your opinion. And I'm like, okay, well, well show me where I'm wrong. You know, and, and I'm not setting out to try to be the rightest of the right and some kind of holier-than-thou, self-righteous person. But I'm like, you know, I look into the things, and there's so much nonsense out there in the world. Like, it's, it, it's painful at times. I think, like, there's this new thing on TikTok where people like, um, I spend a lot of time there because it's entertaining, but now people go on, they host these lives and they just debate and it's literally, like if you go in there and you're just a fly on the wall and listen to like 
people are like it's there's a I do it for the sheer fact that to try to remind myself that there really are people who are completely mindless and stupid and you'd think I wouldn't need that reminder after the last couple of years but you know and sometimes I think okay well maybe there's some hope and you do find some um, where there is but most of the time it's just like you know and you're like why do I do it was I think it was ultimately why I quit Twitter because it, it was just like a toilet bowl of just stupidity and you know, pretty much you couldn't say anything that wasn't, that was anti-liberal or else they would censor you, kick you off, ban you. Which, I, you know, I just got out of Facebook jail um, this week after 30 days for posting a picture of a Hunter Biden in his underwear that I actually had taken off a news page's uh, Facebook post, but I got in trouble for it. And it was from February, which is kind of stupid. And it's probably, I mean, I get it, a lot of it's I'm a repeat offender, but, you know, I kind of operate under this premise. You should be, nothing's offensive. Um, it doesn't matter if you don't like something. Like, you should be able to say and do whatever you want, whenever you, and it just is. Like, whatever, you're never going to convince me that's bad. Like, I, if, you're, if your feelings get hurt, like, that's on you. If something you hear upsets you, that's on you. You know, whether, I don't care if it's a slur, I don't care, like, I don't not use slurs because I think they're morally wrong. Like, I wouldn't just... I understand the difference between being rude to people and stuff like that. But, like, words are words. Like, you like you call someone an idiot. It's not the end of the world. Maybe they are an idiot. You know, it's not... You know, people now are like, oh, you used the wrong pronoun. Like, come on. That's, that's ridiculous. You know, and you got to wonder... Like, it's, it's almost, I feel like sometimes nothing gets said because you get to a point where people are so afraid to say anything or only one side's allowed to yammer and yammer and yammer. That, you know, and I think that's what you're seeing a lot with, um, if you look at the Democratic Party, it's turning on itself because everyone else quit arguing with them because they're a bunch of psychos. You know, and it's kind of like, who's the bigger fool, the fool or the man who argues with her? But, um, yeah, that's kind of where my mind was today. Uh, like I said, there's two episodes this week, so be sure to check out the interview episode. Um, this is probably going to be a short one, because I don't really... I mean, I think we kind of covered everything. It's kind of a slow news week, right? I mean, if we want to talk about the same old banter. You know what I was thinking about the other day, and maybe I just missed it. Remember when uh, Charlie Sheen came out and said he was HIV positive and all that? Like, I feel like the guy just fell off the map after that. Like, uh, I don't know why I brought that up, but that's, uh, that's what I'll leave you with. You guys go out there, tell me how Charlie Sheen's doing, and uh, I'll see you next week.